when I wasn't like watching the clock and getting like super freaked out and like desperate for Jess to say how much he loved Rory. Like, oh my God, we have 12 minutes left. I feel like this isn't going to (laughs) happen. Like it was better. It was better the second time. The Pure Fandom Podcast. Geek out about all things TV, movies, and fandom. Join the community at purefandom.com and join in on the conversation on Twitter at pure underscore fandom. Listen to other Pure Fandom Podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud. Greetings, listeners. Welcome, 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 welcome to a brand new podcast brought to you by the same podcast that you loved, just titled differently so we can talk about more things, the Pure Fandom Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Liz Prue, and I'm joined by my beautiful, talented, amazing co-host, McBonnie. Hey, yay. And now the nice thing about this podcast is it doesn't matter what CW cancels. We'll talk about all of it. CW. That's right. That's why we're just like, no, pure fandom podcast. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about whatever we want because they cancel all of our favorite shows. And <laughs> instead of being heartbroken, we're just going to keep finding new shows. So, um, welcome. If you are new here and you're like, oh my gosh, if you found this on like TikTok or SoundCloud or the Twitterverse or wherever, and you're like, who are these women? Um, we run purefandom.com and, um, it's just a really fun website where people can geek about literally whatever the hell they want. We have no agenda other than making people happy. And if you want to write our podcast for us, we haven't brought on any new writers in a while. Um, but that doesn't mean we don't want to. So come on down. And this podcast, we're Super just going to talk about what we're just talking about, like TV movies. Um, we don't do goss y'all unless it's part of a storyline. So if you're, here for tea on other stuff dm me privately and we can talk about that um (laughs) that's an offline conversation yeah yeah no yeah we definitely don't get into like celebrities lives per Mm -hmm. se but like obviously if they do it in a tv show it's fair game Mm -hmm. we're gonna go there um yeah i'm excited to talk about like what we've been watching because I feel like a lot of people in the pandemic and since the pandemic happened have been watching either like really old stuff or binging stuff really fast so it's like the conversations move so quickly mm-hmm. where you know not so traditional weekly recaps it's oh I already watched that show that you haven't started yet and I'm on to seven new shows so I think it's fun that whatever you guys are watching and whatever stage we'll try not to get too spoilery but you know let us know what you're watching we'll watch that too we're very much at home, pandemic or not. So hit us always. up with your suggestions. We're always down. Always down. I um it's funny before we like get into our recommendations, you um reminded me of how the Sopranos over lockdown like blew up with Gen Zers. They're like, what is this show? And it's just so cool that like something I hate saying so old because it's not like so old to us, but it's, I mean, it it aired like two decades ago 
So, you know, it's still reaching audiences. And I guess that's like the beauty of streaming, which I know is always a hot topic with the filmmakers, but like you get to watch a bunch of shit you otherwise probably wouldn't have watched. So yeah. Yeah. Sopranos was a big one. I also saw like such a resurgence in the Gilmore girls. Like, oh yeah. And that wasn't just the revival because that was like pre-pandemic and most people don't even recognize that the revival happened or the reboot. It's not really a reboot, but um, yeah, I actually liked it. I know. We, I know. We've talked about this before. After watching it the first time and being really pissed that the things I wanted to happen didn't happen and then going in with zero expectation, I was like, Emily Gilmore, you freaking queen. I love you so much. Like always. I didn't have any expectation. Rory, you're going to be Rory. Got it. Good. We're going to have birds talking. I guess that's what happens now. Fine. I'm fine. It's fine. And I liked it. I liked it a lot better when I wasn't like watching the clock and getting like super freaked out and like desperate for just to say how much he loved Rory. Like, oh my God, we have 12 minutes left. I feel like this isn't going to (laughs) happen. Like it was better. It was better the second time. So actually, um, I don't know why rewatching it again. Like I haven't seen it 3000 times. I don't know. It's like, well, I think that that should be one of like our binges that Mm -hmm. we talk about on here again, because so I'm almost done with my annual rewatch, which of the OG, I usually only watch like the first three seasons and then life, you know, gets in the way. But when you and I spoke recently about the, um, the seasons of whatever, what is it? Gilmore girls. In the, the year season. in the life, a year in the life. Yes. A year in the life. Um, you had a really good point that most people like us, you know, very young millennials, um, that went into watching that we grew up paying most attention to and relating to most Rory, which is why I think as you and I particularly are now mothers and the same age that, <laughs> Lorelai was in the original series. I watch for Lorelai now. Like I relate mm-hmm. to her so much more. I think that's why Rory pissed me off so much initially when I watched a season in the life, because she was, I'm like, no, this isn't the roar. What's happening. And it's like, no, she's always been like this. And then when you rewatch the series through the lens of Lorelai, you're like, oh yeah, I don't know that she's kind of driving me crazy right now which I think was intentional. I mean, she's a teenager. Yes. Well, also like, I don't want to like ruffle any feathers here, but Rory is season seven Rory in A Year in the Life. Like she Mm -hmm. is very consistent in her character. And another thing that I think would really bother people to think about is that Lorelai pulled an Emily. Like when you rewatch it and you look at, you're focused more on Lorelai's story. Like, she did not like what Rory was doing and cut her off and did not approve of what she was doing and turned her back. Like that's very Emily. And like, she became her mother Yeah, and her daughter became her. (laughs) Yes. But like in a very different universe, because obviously like she's running towards her privilege and instead of away, but like, yeah, Mm. Lorelai is not like this little manic pixie girl dream that we all had of her when you watch it and you're like, oh, dang, like for the 300th time, right? Like, oh no, if you, your daughter isn't the image that you want, you get pissed and you freak out too. And you get real judgy. Like you're Emily with 
you know, shinier clothes. That's just that's how I feel. And I'm sorry. And I, I love you, Lorelai. Don't apologize. We're just talking. Mm-hmm. See, we're just, we're just talking. Um, you reminded me of another thing and I'm going to have to pull it up. So those of you that have listened before you've heard, or we've had, well, actually, I don't think we have my brother Jack on space cowboys podcast. No, but we had him on wizard world stuff. Uh, formerly wizard world stuff. Wizard, yes. Wizard world. <clears throat> um, but he's begging us to do a Kurt Russell binge series. This was my idea, by the way, that he is now obsessed with being in. So <laughs> I, I think that has to be on the docket at some point, but we were talking about streaming cult classics, nostalgia and stuff. And we kind of came to, um, the conclusion that, what did I say? Just so I don't butcher this. Oh, there should be a, there's like a study that could be done about like the beauty of what we call cult classics today, which are like typically like early aughts, rom-coms, comedies, kind of like that weird CGI stage of movies where it's like, what was really going on there? There weren't a lot of trends. It was just like a lot of randomness. And because there was like no social media to like build a community around a fandom or a particular film, it's like once social media came about and um, we all discovered like we weren't alone. It was like, oh, you loved that movie too? Oh, you grew up like throwing down to Prince of Egypt when you were like 12 years old? Like, even though you're an atheist now, like me too, you know, it's just, it's just kind of nuts how, um, it's, it's one of the good sides of social media. Um, one of the, the very few, I think. I agree. I think it's really fun. Yeah. Like, and not just like the shows you're watching right now, like finding people who have the same opinions about shows and like movies from forever ago, from our childhood, even like, I feel like on TikTok, like people posting oh, yeah. quote unquote obscure movies. And then you get all these like elder millennials who are like, I know every word to that movie, but uh-huh. yes, I'm happy you're watching it because we don't gatekeep joy here. That's like, right. you know? Yes. <laughs> I think it's fun. I think it's fun to see uh-huh. people, like even like just teenagers just quoting like random right. like do you remember that movie where he gets bodies switched with um Rachel McAdams and that TikTok sound and I was trying to explain it to someone wait goes, which one it's me Jessica oh it's yeah Schneider. <laughs> and I was like I used to say that all the time and I like, totally forgot about that it became like a trending sound so I think that's really fun too like uh-huh. old ass movies and shows becoming like I wasn't crazy. That was uh-huh. cool of yes. me to say that to people, you know, in high school or whenever that came uh-huh. out. Yeah. It's me, Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> I love that. that movie. The talent in that movie, though, if you ever go back and watch it, it like does not hold up as far as like anything to do with being PC right. at all. None of them but, like are. none of them the are appropriate. Are so good. Like the comedic timing, like uh-huh. Yes, agreed. Um, okay. So I want us to, we like guys, we, we like sort of came up with the structure for this We're we're not sure if this is going to fly or not, but we figured we just talk about our current binges and then maybe we'll do like a holiday one before Christmas, but our current binges right now. And then do you still want to assign each other something that we know each other is not watching, but should be watching? Yes. Okay. What are you watching right now? I know you and Eric have been like getting after it. Yeah, it's okay. 
let me see. I, I pulled up an Evernote. Oh, look at this lighting it's giving me. Oh my God. I don't know if it's great. Glow of a screen. I love it. Well, and I'm taking suggestions too, for what to do back here. I just painted my office. So that's why it's a little like voidy, but okay. So, um, I've taken way too long to start this, but, um, start the second season. One of us is lying on Peacock. Um, Mm -hmm. because, um, our dear, dear friends were writers on that series. And, um, it's also just a great series in general. Uh, so I started the second season of that, uh, which is kicking off with a bang. Love it. Conflict every scene. Um, White Lotus. Now. Okay. Can I ask a question? Yes. About both of these. Cause uh-huh. I've, I've seen you Instagram about these. Yes. So the first one is the one on Peacock. Is that just like, here are all the episodes you can watch it. Yes. Is it episodic. Okay. And then now for there White are. Lotus, okay. Mm-hmm. For White Lotus. Do I have to watch the first season? Because there was a first season, right? Correct. Or are they completely no, separate? No, I mean, it's more, it's kind of like a Marvel movie. It's more fun if you do, because then there's more clues. Like and, okay. uh-huh. But okay. no, to enjoy the second season, no, you don't have to. But Jennifer Coolidge, you know, her, she's the only one that returns. So there's okay. some stuff that carries over that could be really huge in the finale. Who knows? But even if you didn't watch the first season, I still feel like it's a, it's, something to follow. Okay. Um, continue. Sorry. I had to, I wanted to ask you that before, just like yes. in life and I'm glad you brought it up, but so yeah, that's going to be my assignment for you. I think you should. And some people are like, you're either a season one or season two person because it's, they're all terrible. Like there's no, it's kind of like succession. Like there's no one. I mean, you root for Jennifer Coolidge because of Jennifer Coolidge, but do I think Tanya, her character is a good person? No, she's a very naive wealthy white woman, which is the point. Right. But, um, it's, I think I'm curious to hear your thoughts after watching some of season one. And then if you get to season two, how you felt about season two, because I think for me personally, it was like the shock of watching season one. I was like, am I, am I supposed to laugh? Is it supposed to be, this is so awkward. Oh my gosh. This is so uncomfortable. They're terrible. What's going on? But like you couldn't turn away. And then once in my experience, like once you embrace that, you like full on lean into it and enjoy it in season two. So I don't know. I don't know if that's everyone's viewing experience, but that's been my jam and Sutton from the bull type is in it. Come on. I have seen little snippets of her and her character and like, is Aubrey Plaza in it or is that a different show? No. She's in it. Aubrey Plaza, um, the Turkish Prince from Theo James, Downton Abbey slash Divergent series. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's really good. It sounds good. And it's it's really like a short season too, because it's, Mm -hmm. it's HBO, right? It's HBO. So I think there's the finale season two finale is Sunday. We're recording this before that guys. Um, And I don't, Seven, seven episodes, eight. I don't know. Something like I that. I love it. I love a short season. But, mm-hmm, me too. Mm-hmm. So that, um, yeah. And I feel like I have to support Megan now after my terrible, um, postpartum interview we had with her in February, 2020. That was not terrible. It was terrible because what I was saying, again, we're not going to talk about the outside of stuff series, but I said something meaning the complete opposite and she took it. The <laughs> I know how you meant it. Cause I know you, you just like, 
It was well, just phrasing, and I think she just misunderstood you. It was word barf, sure. and I didn't. Yeah. So, um, I love her, and I owe it to her. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> no, Anyways. it was totally fine. I feel like it's one of those things that you look back on and you like think it's huge in your head. Yeah, but it's, I was literally standing right there. It was not that bad. No, she thinks about it every time she goes to an interview. She's <laughs> like, I hope it's not like that bitch at the- <laughs> that Atlanta interview, right? Is that uh-huh. yeah, okay. oh, scab? Yeah. Right before no, the world I, blew I up. Like it was it like was her last bad. interview before lockdown. Of course she remembers it. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's obviously listening. So, you know, you could just uh-huh. throw a little sorry her way and she'll be fine. She's sorry, like, Megan, I love she's, you. She's a big fan. Oh, huge fan. Okay. So, um, okay. So I'm watching that. And then, um, we've been watching Yellowstone because I've just watched like, you know, all the seasons or whatever, but because Taylor Sheridan has all these other shows right now, I'm like, there's just a lot going on. And I, um, I don't know the stakes for me now in that show are, I'm just like, I don't. Aren't there like a bunch of spinoffs to Yellowstone now, or is that there's the Tim McGraw one, which I haven't watched yet. Um, the 1899 and then 1932 is coming out with Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford. So yeah, I will be tuning into that. Wow. But yeah, I'm just not loving Yellowstone as much as normal this season. Not because it's not, I mean, it's still great, great writing, great entertaining. I'm just, um, the last couple seasons have been so like literally explosive i'm like how do you top this man it's just like it's a lot but what else oh and then housewives obviously potomac is the best franchise right now um and z-way have you watched z-way you know that i am not anti-reality tv i just always forget to think like if i'm not watching something that's like a show show i'll put on like hd well z-way is not reality i technically I thought it is. Okay. Tell me what it is. I mean, it is, but it is, it's like, I don't even want to say what I think it is because I don't want people to be like, she doesn't know, but it's like, it's just hilarious. She's a genius. It's kind of, it's like satire, but she interviews a guest and they're, the guest is the, you know, a real, they're playing them, not playing anyone. They're themselves. Mm-hmm. And she asked them very <laughs> like, uh, interesting questions Wait, just for point of order here when you said they, for some reason i was thinking of when they like are following those people around to work on that boat different show what show is that the, the staffers like under the deck of the boat below deck oh that was way easier than the thing i just said <laughs> <laughs> the staffers under the deck below deck on bravo yes. Yes. that's what you're talking about i'm sorry continue this is completely different no z-way on showtime so that i'll send you i'll dm you a link on instagram the i thought you were saying z-way like boats oh yeah z-way so i will send you i'll I'll send you stuff but that's that's what i've been like a grandma here Mm -hmm. sorry it's okay okay. but that's what's that's what's been on um my docket lately pretty good docket it's pretty, it's solid. And then the mm-hmm. holiday stuff, but we'll, we'll talk about that in the next episode. Um, oh my gosh. Can I tell you what I watched and I yes. finished and I freaking loved it because I went, I went in with absolutely no knowledge. And I know I told you about this like offline, but 1899, oh, 
it was recommended to me, and if you've watched it, you'll find this hilarious. It was recommended to me at Thanksgiving by my husband's aunt, who I adore, but sometimes she'll recommend stuff, and she tells me a completely different synopsis. This was a case like that. She told me about this documentary Uh about Titanic's sister ship. 1899 could not be further from a documentary (laughs) about a Titanic sister ship. It looks like Titanic in the sense it's a boat that's on water. And it has like those columny thingies that like the steam comes out of. I know there's like probably a word for that. Yeah. Clearly I'm on top of my The steam things that, that, yeah, we we know, we know. Yeah. So it kind of has that vibe. Okay. Nothing to do. I mean, first of all, Titanic was in like 1912. And uh-huh. this is 1899. Completely different. And I think the sister ship for the Titanic was built in like 1914. Clearly, I don't need to watch a documentary. I've got some facts already, but I was interested because it's the thing I like. Which um, side note, who would go on the sister? T- I'd be like, I'm not going on that like, boat. Hard pass. Thanks. I'm good. But yeah. I guess they like learned stuff, which is fine. Like you learned from that terrible, terrible massacre and all those people dying. Like. I feel like two years is not enough time. No, I mean, I won't even eat Jeff peanut butter now after that recall. <laughs> Over. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still a little weary of romaine lettuce. Let's be real here. Like, right? had a few run-ins with Listeria. No, nah, I'm not so sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 1899. We're flipping around Netflix. I was like, oh, this is that, I think this is that show that your aunt was talking about. And I put it on and like, we usually like, we know about a show. We've watched previews. Like, we've heard about yeah. the buzz. We've seen screeners. Like. We know, I had no idea. So I turned it on. The cast is amazing. It's really important that you change it from dubbed to English original, I think. Like, look look that up first. I think Like the dub, sh- it shouldn't be dubbed. It should be English subtitles, right? Well, you is don't what you want to do? Yeah, you don't want full captions because you don't need like the rustling of the wind or whatever or any of that. It's You want the people who aren't English speaking to have captions. Because it really adds to the story that they're not all speaking English. There are a few characters right. that do. It's super interesting. Okay. And so we start watching it. And it's like clear there's something like vibey happening. That's not just like a boat. It's not like a period drama, but it looks like a period drama. And then just like the entire thing. We're just like, what is this? Sh- what is happening? And you don't want to look it up. Where's Kate weird. Winslet? I don't. Right. Like there's no heart of the ocean to be seen. <laughs> like there's this is not a documentary. Like what is <laughs> happening? And yeah, like mm-hmm. then there's this whole like when you get through the whole show and it's just kind of like mind blowing. Then you watch after like after you watch it all. Do not click on it beforehand. There's a like behind the scenes making of the show. OK, it is so cool how they did this show the filmmakers behind this show they did dark which yes. looks a little too creepy for me it's also on netflix I'm, i want to watch it because I'm, I'm so impressed with how they did this show it's in 1989 or 1899 but like i'm kind of a chicken and like psychological stuff like that will just mess up my world and there's this the documentary just like the actual documentary that i watched the behind the scenes how they made this movie that was like an episode that was so cool. The technology that they used to make this happen. Ooh. I highly recommend you both. So like if you're, you geek out about that behind the scenes stuff and how yes. to make it, that it's like a super fun show, but make sure you absolutely don't click on that because it's just immediate spoilers as soon as you start watching the behind the scenes thing. So watch the whole series. Okay. It's like eight episodes, seven episodes. I think they're like a full hour and then watch the little documentary thing after. 
because it's I'm super so excited. cool. And okay. Like, yeah. It, I don't know. I loved it. I was absolutely obsessed and like, cannot wait. If Netflix cancels it, I'm going to throw a fit, but and it's so popular. I'm really hoping that they don't like Julian the Phantoms it, despite the popularity canceling it, because I'm still really I can't believe that, that got canceled. I'm very bitter. And people are still bitter online because whenever I tweet about it, just like a little mini army rises. Right. Up. Yeah. So I watched that. I actually just finished that. Okay. Loved it. Thought it was great. Absolutely not what I thought it was going to be, which was mm-hmm. kind of fun. Um, currently on CW, not yet canceled because CW's canceling everything. I'm watching the Winchesters weekly. I'm actually recapping it on purefandom.com. Don't hate me, but I have not watched the most recent episode. I thought we were on mid-season finale. We are not. There was one more, so I'll get that up soon. <laughs> I was like, oh, dang. And we are not. Okay. We are not. Yeah, and we're back. up. So that has actually been really fun to watch just because there's so many Easter eggs. I mean, it's definitely uh-huh. getting it into its groove, much like season one of Supernatural. We kind of have to get through the stuff, learn about the people. Right. But the like the core group is so much fun. And I, I don't know, I, I recommend it if you are, and you probably are already watching it if you liked Supernatural, but it's really, it's a good, it's a good show. Loved it. Um, currently still loving it. We're going to hope it's not past tense. Cross your fingers on that. I know. I know. Like what is going, I mean, I don't know the inner workings. I just know that like the WB stuff, there's like a big shakeup. Yes. Don't know what all that means. Just know it's, sh- it's shaken up over there. Still shaken. Still, still vibrating. Shaken over there yeah. yeah so that's like my on tv mm-hmm. like drama that i'm watching um my favorite comedy right now that i've been watching is abbott elementary so good oh i it's forgot to so say that good. it's great it's such a good show and like i'm not i don't have a current binge so this is perfect timing for your recommendations because i'm just finished my my boat show we called it the boat show because the boat so show cool. yeah the boat show um want to start though we haven't started it yet i'm hoping to be able to talk about it next time wednesday like the only one who hasn't watched it yet have you watched it same so i started the first like 30 minutes and eric was like are you watching wednesday and i was like yeah he was like i think i want to watch that and i was like okay and then he went out of town for work and i was like well now i have to wait so the first 30 minutes fantastic (laughs) big fan but yeah yeah. that's Um, i I more love that um even though it's not the song in that dance scene that even if you haven't seen it, everyone's seen the dance scene um, made Lady Gaga's Bloody Mary, like blow up on the charts again. I'm like, Mm -hmm. "Uh uh-huh. Listen to the whole album. You little, little new BBs getting in love with this. Wait, so that's not the song in the show. No. Oh, okay. So someone on TikTok was just like, this is what we're going to play. TikTok. I know. I can't make them, but I love watching them. I mean, I try to make them. I don't know how, and I know you want to put some of this on because we, we need to make like a pure fandom TikTok. I don't know how to do it. So, I can do it. I okay. just can't. I just have to apologize for the setting sun casting me into such a Girl, crazy light. <laughs> look at me in the void right now. I am in like an actual void. I need to get, so there's this like super pretty, um, I mean, it's been around forever. I'm sure you've seen it. It's one of the anthropology murals. It's like blue, turk teal, turquoisey, and it's got like these cherry blossoms and birds on it. And it's so pretty. And I've always wanted to get it and put it somewhere. 
and I just never, I know, but I'm like, I feel bad on these podcasts. No one can see like my amazing, like my pop dolls. I have my OG mystique angel. I have, um, Ridley or Ripley, Ripley, my aliens, Valkyrie. Like they're all just sitting over there looking at me while I'm in my void. Should we share a sad workspace, you know, stories of why I'm in a bedroom right now? Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you watched any of like the fan expo wizard world stuff, you saw that I was in a really pretty green office and I had like office from the office memorabilia behind me. And, and you worked hard on the decor. Like, like you I really did. It was a very That's intentional. Awesome. So pretty is so pretty. So in July, my black cat decided that he was not going to be cool anymore and lost his ever loving mind and freaked out and attacked our family and was having like some sort of tiff with my other cat already like they seemed to not be getting along great but it was Mm -hmm. okay like they seemed okay well they now hate each other I don't know if he had like a psychological break or what his issue is but he has my office now because the vet's recommendation of give him to a shelter I was like absolutely not like he hates everyone but me like he's going to be miserable Mm -hmm. um so now he has my office and he actually likes it he does not like the chaos of the household anyway of having kids he likes that he's left alone he just chills he's got his little window got a perch um so now he's he's enjoying my beautiful office that I had set up and I'm at my little writing desk in the corner of my bedroom (laughs) yeah so it's, it's fine. I'm you glad. Know, I'm glad for him. <laughs> writing desks are very chic right now. So you're, you know, you're on trend again, you know, I feel your pain because like I was sharing with you, our 14 year old Weimar Reiner, she has kind of taken over like our sunroom area. Um, cause we're working on her, her thyroid medicine for going potty. So she's having accidents. And so we're kind of like just keeping her in there or in like our bedroom, and you're just like, it's just so sad when they get old. You're like, I don't, oh. I can't even think about it. I His can't. ass isn't old. He just went crazy. Like he's, I don't know what's it's, wrong with him. He, he's gone through a moment. It's quite the moment because he, mm-hmm. yeah, I like accidentally had my ringer on and you thought I had like pulled out seven cats out of my pocket and was just like, Ooh, he like freaked out. Yeah. yeah. He's never attacked me though. So mm-hmm. he's okay. But we have to have like stuff in front of his glass doors. It was like yeah. French glass doors in my pretty office. Um, we have stuff up because if the cats see each other, they freak out. Right. Like, oh, yeah, you showed me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I took out a little tour of the, the fun, cute entryway of my house yes. now where the office is. But yeah, they used, they grew up together and they were buds. And he often laid on me while I would watch shows. And now he's yeah, just maybe. a grumpy little seven year old cat enjoying an office that's impeccably decorated they want what they want yeah (laughs) so yeah that's fun I have an album so we've got that going on for me in here okay yeah but okay so watching though I would say 1899 that's my rec for you okay so that's my assignment I would assign you to watch White Lotus okay um oh question about one of us is lying did you yes. read the book first? Because I, I just got the no. book. Should I read the book first or should I watch the show? Maybe I should ask Vinny. Yeah, I would Vinny ask it. Tell us. Yeah, tell us. What should you do? Because I haven't read the book. I'm, I'm reading. I'm always reading like 50 books. I just need to like stop and like finish one. So I'm not allowing any more into newbies. my thing right now. Yeah. But um, I mean, I, I started with the show and I love the show. 
It's good. And, um, the, uh, the cinematography is just like really pretty and cool. Yeah. Okay. They're doing some good stuff. They are. I haven't watched Vampire Academy yet, which like, I know. Is that out now? It's all, they're all available now. Yeah. The whole, all the episodes. We're like, we're in the biz and we are still like, wait, what? I know. Well, it's like this fall was weird. It was Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. There was just, I feel like everyone was just, everyone's schedule was more chaotic than normal. And then it was like, wait, that already came out. Like what's Mm -hmm. going on? I don't, I don't know. There was a lot going on, but. Agreed. We can still watch. Okay. So your assignment is White Lotus, whatever season you want to start with. I will watch 1899. Yeah. Boat show. Okay. I'll watch the boat show and then we can, we'll give you guys our holiday recs. <laughs> so we've been watching some Hallmark, some Netflix, and there no have been a lot of. Nah. You. No thanks. Uh, no thank you. Bye. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there've been some, like, we'll turn on for like 10 minutes and I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm not. No, it's just not in the right mindset. No. Well, or just like, this is what, like, give me the hokey romance, like Nicolette Sheridan, you're in desperate housewives. You were lucky Santangelo in the, one of the greatest book series by Jackie Collins brought to life. Why are you a ghost walking around in a coma with no chemistry with this real estate mini mall man? Like, and were they weren't even supposed to love each other? Like, I was like, what? No, Nicolette. And the way like the best was synopsis not... I've ever heard of a movie in my whole life. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Maybe we'll do a group watch. And then I've, it's something to watch with lots of wine and lots of people for mm-hmm. commentary. But that's not the mindset I was in. You know what I mean? Yes. Speaking of wine, um, I have a wine recommendation for you. Um, so I was in, where was I? I don't know. Some like boutique grocery store. And I was like, Ooh, that's like a pretty wine. It's called Aveline, Aveline, whatever. It's Cameron Diaz's wine. And I'm getting targeted like all over with it now, but they have like special blends on their website. You know, it's organic grapes and and all these people are like, I don't have the big fog, you know, that comes with having that extra glass sometimes or whatever with this wine. And it's just like a little more crisp red and white. I've tried a few different blends now and it's like becoming one of my favorites. Ooh. Okay. Well, Maybe we mm-hmm. need to have some of this Cameron Diaz wine and talk about holiday movies and like Christmas craziness mm-hmm. next yes. time we chat. That, that sounds, sounds good. Lovely. We're not sponsored by the way, but like, we're not against it, Cameron. So I'm like, if you, you want to just like, let us know, girl, it's fine. You don't even have to pay us money. Just give us the wine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The wine. That's just how it'll go over here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this was this. Okay. First episode back. Boom, baby. We did it. We did it. I'm excited. And and the listeners, yay you, because you know, all of our routines got a little shambled and we're back at it. Let's just get back into life. Uh Let's, you know, zone out and watch TV, possibly drink some Cameron Diaz wine Yes. or don't. It's fine. We still love you. Yeah. Grab a LaCroix, whatever you want to do. There's a lot, there are a lot of good non-alcoholic options out there. Whatever floats your boat. 
below the deck of the boat below workers? the deck of the boat yeah, yeah. on the boat show on the boat show on the boat show. very nautical today i like it i know <laughs> maybe that's what i should put like an anchor um yes back here Absolutely. I need to get something absurd. Like now I feel like it just needs to be absurd and I have to like swap it out a lot. Just like put one nail there and then you can just like switch it. Yeah. I mean, there's, well, and it's like the, the ceiling, you can kind of see it slant. I can't, mm-hmm. I can it's slanted. Like- so it's just, I don't, I don't know what to do. And it kind of comes, it's perfect for a desk. It's like, I like, and I like being in like my cave. Like I want to be in my little, like you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know what to do. I have a beautiful gallery wall over here. I've yeah. seen it. It's real. She's not crazy. It's so pretty. I, I have my sign charisma carpenter. Um, I have my oh, Joan of Arc no. cool things. I thought it was pretty. I have my I sign. A, a watch of that soon. I've not done a Buffy in some time. I felt like the pandemic I know. I was. I don't know if it was like too heavy, and like there was already too much like angst happening. I, I think so. Go there, yeah. but I didn't. I didn't go there for those two years. So I feel like, yes, I think I, it's you know, fine. I love Angel. I might. I might go right to Angel. I love Buffy, obviously. Oh, dub Angel was again like watching it. Well, no, I didn't even have kids or anything when I watched Angel and loved it. But I think I do. Well, it just kind of kept maturing, and then those mm-hmm. comics are great. Like yeah. the comics are fabulous. Um, oh, I have come... another book recommendation for you and anyone listening who loves Buffy. There is a book that I'm currently reading mm-hmm. called In Every Generation. And it, the author's name is Blake. And I will okay. bring it next time to show you. It is the daughter of Willow is oh. a slayer. And it's like oh. a new Scooby crew and it's awesome. And like, I have well, never fun. wanted them to adapt a book so badly because they fix like the aging issue with Spike. They put a glamour on him so he can work in the library to make him look older. And like, they could, that's how they could have him on this show. Like, mm-hmm. do it. But yeah, it's a really good book. So I'll bring it okay. upstairs and show you next time. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I've just, I've got a lot of other like, a lot of like nonfiction weird. I don't know. I was, I got on a weird reading path for a while and now I feel like Anderson Cooper's Vanderbilt. Fascinating by the way. He's fascinating, just, he's just like hate, that. <laughs> fascinating. Well, he's just like hating on all his ancestors that blew away the Vanderbilt fortune. Like these idiots, these fucking idiots. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. Um, but it's just interesting. Like, I, I don't know. I got really into that. And then I don't know. I'm still that fucking thrown a glass series. I feel like I just got to finish it now. It's, and then I, I see her popping up everywhere. The Sarah J Moss stuff. Mm-hmm. I tried, um, Akatar. Not so much. Well, I think I, I think it's just because I'm reading too much right now and I'm trying to finish her throwing a glass one. And it's like, I'm in the second to last book or something. I don't know. But it, it was just like, there was like a hundred pages and no smut. And I'm like, I thought that's what this was about. <laughs> give like, us the smut. Give me that fairy D. That's what <laughs> I thought this was. Uh, and yeah. I know everyone's gonna be like, just keep going, keep going. And I will. I just, I have, I have mm. to finish these current books. I'm halfway through Lestat right now. Um and interview with a vamp. Oh, last recommendation interview with a vampire. 
-hmm. the AMC adaptation is fabulous. It is just, you would love it. It's the first, even just watching the first episode is a movie in itself. I feel like they, um, I can't, I can't take credit for this particular commentary because it was said by, um, a writer at the Austin film festival on a panel. And he was saying it, it was just a really beautiful because Anne Rice interview with a vampire is like extremely homoerotic. Right. Mm-hmm. And they use that to further show like the power that Louis gains from vampirism um, because he's black in the early uh, 20th century. They switch it to be early 1900s. You know, he he's gay. He's like, but doesn't understand his sexuality. And when the stack comes along and gives him this power that he doesn't have within society or within his sexuality, it's more of like a more profound awakening of his, of Louis's journey through vampirism, which at first I was like, why are you changing the story? And it's like, that first episode is so good. And the Lestat actor is fucking fabulous. And Louis is, um, Grey Worm from Game of Thrones. Oh, I love him. Yeah. And he's Yay. like super okay. hot, super. It's just, I was very, and you know, I'm a big Anne Rice fan. So I was going in there like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Obsessed. It was. You're having like an Anderson Cooper Vanderbilt vibe. Like, hmm. oh. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> How did you squander this fortune? But yeah, mm. sounds like. No, it was, it was great. So yeah, I just, I got a lot of shit I got to finish, but yeah. So don't hate on me, Akatar fans. I'm still doing the Sarah J. Moss thing. I just haven't. There's a lot to read. It's it's a long book, yeah. Long book. But, okay. We'll be back with our assignments, with our homework. Yes. And then, like, if you guys have things you want us to watch or binge, Mm -hmm. like old stuff, anything's game, as long as we can find it. Yeah, let us know at, at pure underscore fandom on Twitter or on YouTube or tiktok or whatever find us but don't be creepy but find us uh-huh yeah Yeah, don't be creepy but find us yeah thank you this has been lovely this has been great as always as they say in like boat terms bye i'm leaving the boat like i don't (laughs) actually know that i'm sure there is one goodbye (laughs) i am stepping off the boat onto the dock Exiting boat now. Exit boat. Stage left. All right. Mm -hmm. Bye, guys.